theyeshiva.net. Okay, Chav Ches Amud Aleph, Amr Rabbi Yehuda. Closer to the bottom of the page, the line starts, Lavle Hanes Nitnu. Around, I don't know, 10, 15 lines from the bottom. Amr Rabbi Yehuda, B'Shoifer Shalavei the Gemara opened up this sugya that Rabbi Yehuda told us a very important distinction. If somebody has an animal and the animal was consecrated as a carbon oila, and this person takes the horn of the animal, and while the animal is alive, say Erev Rish Hashanah, whenever the animal is still alive, he removes the horn or the horn falls off and he fashions it into a wonderful shaifer and he blows the shaifer. Is this fine or it's not fine? So Rabbi Yehuda said, do not blow such a shaifer. It's not right. It's incorrect. And the reason is because this is a carbon and you should not have hana from kachim. Huh? Very good. <laughs> Very good. You should not blow in it. However, if you did blow, you don't have to do tkiyas again. You fulfilled your obligation. And the reason is, as Reb Lenny just explained to us, because this is a din of mi'ila, you inappropriately used, you misappropriated, I think is the word, right? You misused hektish, and the halacha is, it becomes chulin, it becomes mundane. Yes, you will have to bring an offering, you will have to pay back the hanah, you use, what you used, you will have to uh, add a fifth. But essentially it's chulen, so you blew a shoifer, it's like blowing a shoifer of a friend. Great. Wonderful. Rashi pointed out this will only apply if it fell off or you cut it off when it was alive. If you waited till after everything, it was slaughtered, the blood was sprinkled, you're good to go. Because the horn belongs to the kayanim. It's a kayan's shoifer. I come, I use a kayan's shoifer, it's fine. So after Zrikas Hadam, after the crinkling of the blood, in other words, when the procedure is over, the meat got to go on the Mizbeach. Yes, there's Me'ilah. The fat has to go on the Mizbeach. But the fur goes to the Kayanim. The bones, including the Karnayim, go to the Kayanim. This is something they can do. This is a benefit that the Kayan gets from a Karbanayla, as Rashi puts it. So therefore, it's not a problem. You use the Kayan's Shoifer, it's fine. So that's why after the Zirka wouldn't apply. I saw a Stam, an interesting thing. Uh, there's a Sefer Yom Tru on Masech Rosh Hashanah. So he says that in Pirkei de Rebelezer, which is one of the great Madrashim of the Tanoim, it says that uh, from the horns of the ram of Yitzchak, the ram that Avram had been used by the Akedah, two shoifers were made. The left shoifer was used by Har Sinai. The Cholam, Rayim, Esachoylis, there was Koyl HaShoifer. That was from the left. And the right horn is greater from the left and it's going to be used when Mashiach comes for Kibbutz Goliath to gather so that's the right horn so he asks the ram of Yitzchak was a carbon we say every morning no Gemara says that you should not blow with a carbon shayfer of Ayla so he says of course it is the shayfer was taken after the after the whole avoida, after the zrika, so therefore there's already no din me'ila. The whole problem is if it's taken when it's alive. No, when the ayel was alive, nobody took the shoifer. There's a shoifer that we use later in history, so it could have been done later. So that's, me'ila, it works with what Rashi tells us. Al kol that's an ayla. What about a shlamim? 
Shlomim is lechatchila no din me'ila, because it's not completely hectic. What do you mean it's not completely hectic? It's almost like bringing your chicken to the shaychet. Shaychet shechts it and gives it back to you. A shlomim, what is a shlomim? I brought a carbon, I offer it, it goes back to me. Besides certain chalavim, which I can't eat anyway, that go on to the mizbeach, and a certain <coughs> section that goes to the koyet. You know, that's uh, service taxes. fee. Taxes, service fee. But it goes back to me. I brought a shaykh to the chicken. Yeah, I also have to give him a tip. You give the shaykh a tip by kapodis, yeah? How much do you give? 20 bucks? You have a whole family, okay? For every child. So you give the kayin a tip, you take it home, and you eat it. You can eat the whole Yerushalayim. So there's no din me'ila by shlamim. There's no din me'ila besides on the fat that taka goes onto the mezbeach after you sprinkle the blood. Those emurim, taka there is a din me'ila, but here you didn't take the emurim. You took the karen, which is for sure yours. So therefore, there's no din me'ila. So if there's no din me'ila, paradoxically, it becomes much worse. Why? Because since there's no din me'ila, right? And it's still in the rishus of the Beis HaMikdash, because it's a carbon, it wasn't yet after the procedure. So actually, now you weren't yaitzah. <laughs> you weren't yaitzah the mitzvah. Why? Because the whole Tkiyah Shoifah is one big iser. It's a big mitzvah, above ba'avera. What's the avera? The avera is not just, not just, that you detached it. That's number one. The bigger Aveda over there, you detached it. The Aveda here is that the mitzvah itself is an Aveda. In other words, the Aveda is happening while you're doing the mitzvah because you're having Hanah from the Tkiyah Shoifer. You're having Hanah from using the Shoifer. Right? So it's not just you did the Aveda yesterday, like you stole a matzah yesterday or you stole a sukkah yesterday and you're eating it today or you're using it today. Rather here, the Aveda is in the very mitzvah, or to put it even more than that, the Aveda happens through the mitzvah. If there wouldn't be a mitzvah, there wouldn't be Hanah. So the Aveda is happening through the mitzvah. It's through the mitzvah that you're having the Aveda. So therefore, you wouldn't be Yitzvah. That's what Rabbi Yehuda said. Rava asked a big question. What was Rava's question? Even by an oiler, you shouldn't be Yitzvah. Why? Because when is the when is the when is the meila happening? The meila is happening, right? What is the meila? You're having hanah from hektish. When is the hanah happening? The hanah is happening when you do the mitzvah. It takes some time to do the mitzvah. You have to blow nine kailas, tkiya true tkiya, right? Three times tkiya true tkiya three times. After you did that, you fulfilled the mitzvah. Till you did that, you did not fulfill the mitzvah. When you didn't fulfill the mitzvah, you didn't have yet a hanah. The me'ila means you have hanah from something of hektish. Then it goes out l'chulin. When did it go out l'chulin? After you had hanah, because you did the mitzvah. That was only afterwards. So while you're blowing the shoifer, you're blowing a shoifer that belongs to the Beis HaMikdash, and therefore you're doing an iser. So Rav said, l'cha'ayda, it shouldn't work even by oila. And therefore Rav said, you're not yoytzeh t'kiyah shoifer by both oila or shlamim. And then Ravah retracted and said, actually, the other way around. You're Yotzeh by both, because mitzvah slav lehanis nitno. So there's two svaris in Ravah. The definition of a mitzvah is not hanah, and therefore the whole din over here does not apply. The whole problem here is that what? That you're having hanah from the Beis HaMikdash. The fulfillment of a mitzvah, including the mitzvah of Shofar, is not considered a hanah of the Beis HaMikdash. And therefore you did not transgress an Isser. 
whether you took a shayfar of Eulah or you took a shayfar of Shlomim, you did not transgress an Isser. You're not having Hanah from Hektish. You're doing a mitzvah with Hektish. Or if you want to say it in a more abstract term, you're keeping it in the world of Hektish. It's not a personal benefit. That's not what the mitzvah is. Mitzvah is serving Hashem. In a way, you, so to speak, keeping it in the world of Hektish. You're not using Hektish for Hanah. You're using Hektish for a mitzvah. I didn't take a cow to plow with it in my field. I didn't take a watch to tell time. I didn't take money of Hektish in order to do a business. I'm doing a mitzvah with Hektish. We learned before in the Gemara that uh, uh, why Shafer can't be a cow because of the Chete Egel. Right? So the Gemara says, it's not in the Kaidish HaKadoshim. So the Gemara says, Kivan the Lizikarin. You remember? Kalafnim dummy. When you're blowing Shafer, you're in Kaidish HaKadoshim. <laughs> so you're using Hektish. You're using Hektish for Shafer. You're using Hektish for Kaidish HaKadoshim, so to speak. In other words, it's not a, not a, even if you enjoy the mitzvah, the definition of the mitzvah is mitzvah's lav lehanis. That's considered a hammer. That was the big Chiddush of Rava, and therefore you yotzed the mitzvah in both cases. No, not negay of this me'ila or no me'ila. Bechal, the whole din of me'ila is not shaykh. You're not having a from Hektish. By Shlomim, there's takin no me'ila. You're right. By Eulah, there is me'ila, but here it's not negay because mitzvah's lav lehanis. Do you like using the talis in yeah, I mean, but a talis and shul doesn't have a gedir of uh, of uh, this type of beis hamikdash. Yeah, if it's if it's, I take the talis and I sell it, it's a it's a din of gzela. I mean, I'm stealing property of shul. There, it's pasha theft. I mean, it belongs to a shul. The shul allows people to use it by davening, so that's the chatchila part of the. See, shuls have talis and they allow people to use it, so it's not a problem. The shuls that have yavim. Oh, if the Beis Hamikdash had such things, that's fine. So that was Chachil and not the property of the Beis Hamikdash exclusively. So, you know, shuls have reading glasses and some yamulkas, some temples have yamulkas. You could. Uh, <laughs> those yamulkas you don't take home. The, the paper yamulkas you don't take home. What? Mitzvah Baba Veira. Right. A mitzvah baba veira is not good, right? It's not a mitzvah. It's like the sc- it's. So you really can't. You're doing a mitzvah by betraying me, right? You can't have I steal your money and then I buy you an anniversary gift. Hanoah is doing the mitzvah, then you can't. You can't have Hanoah. If you want to show somebody, you have. Oh, look at my beautiful chauffeur. I have Hanoah from having my favorites, right? <laughs> but if it's, uh, if it's here, we're saying the Hanah is doing the mitzvah, it, 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 it can't ever occur. If it's just, You're right. If it's we're talking about the mitzvah itself. The mitzvah itself is not an union of Hanah. The mitzvah itself is a Jew is an Eved Hashem. He fulfills Hashem's rights. It's not about Hanah. Uh, it is a, is a idol um, kosher for, uh, without, without one horn? Is it a mom or? So middle of the night, I got a Rambam from uh, from Rav Shmuel. I get a whole Rambam that there's a problem with the, with Mumin. Yeah. So he couldn't sleep at night, and I couldn't sleep at night. I hope he got some sleep. No, it's a two story. There's two cases, a before and after case. Before Zuk and after Zuk. No, before Shkita. After Zuk, it would be good. Who cares? But he's tiny. Yeah. That it was mechayim, and therefore there's a moment. Why is it a moment? That's the lashon harambam. Yeah. Even a little bit of it. Even oh, a little wow. bit of it. I, I send you the harambam. Isurim is beyach, yeah. I care. Yes. 
interessant. I didn't know that. I don't know. I don't know. Tzarech here. He says the Rambam says it's mamish a mum. So if it was taken off, even if it fell off on its own, it's a mum, mm-hmm. and you can't be a makrif. So the whole thing doesn't apply here. Even if he's supposed to have. No, it's okay. no, if he's supposed to have it, he doesn't have it, he's not a move. No, but Rashi says it would have to be Mechayim. So Rashi doesn't do more like that. Rashi says Tol Shem So he's asking if Tol Shem it's all over. So you're saying if it was after the Shechita Which is fine. After the Shechita before the Zrika would work. It's just not so common. After the shechita, before the zrik. No, then it would work. If it was after the shechita, before the zrik, there would still be a din meila. The Rambam holds it visible. Now you have a shuttle now. You have to prove the fact. You have a shuttle now. Rashi and Rambam can answer. Although the Shuts, the Shuts, the Shuts, the Shuts, the Shuts, the Shuts, why can't Rashi say you did it after the Shechita? You shechted the animal. You come into the base of Mikdash. You're a Kayan. Yeah? There's a dead animal there. A dead ram. I mean, a slaughtered ram. They're anyway cutting it up, preparing it to, for the Mizbeach. So, right? So they, you take off the... You take off the right, you're supposed to go on the Mizbeach, right. And, uh, and you detach it. And you use it. So the Pashtas, the answer is that, remember... It's not enough to take it off. You also have to clean it up and bore it, and it all has to be before Zrika Saddam. Now, between Shechita and Zrika was usually 60 seconds, a minute, two minutes. They didn't, they didn't sit the whole day to wait for Zrika. Yeah, you shecht it. You had a keli or makabal the dam. You went to the Mizbeach, a few feet, whatever it was. He was already good dumb. So it's 20 seconds, a minute, two minutes. If it's a, it's a big day, it's a big day, it's a few minutes. So when did you have the time? So that's why Rashi was supposed to be practical. Rashi was being practical. In theory, yeah, it could be. If you give him an hour, say, wait, 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 don't do Zrika for an hour. And actually, if he waits for the Zrika, it's the good. If he waits for the zrika, then it belongs to the kayan. Talking about he didn't wait for the zrika. His blood's going to come out. Huh? Exactly. But if somebody mixes the blood by carbon pesach, you have memades adam or yom kippur. If you mix the blood, it doesn't congeal. Huh? Masakin kli. Oh, 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 taza. The shutzvus Yaakov says there's a halachic issue. The halachic issue is the chrishis shana. Shana is a yomtiv. You're not allowed to make a kli on Rosh Hashanah. You're not allowed to be masakin a kli. It's makav a patish. It's an isab and a teira. Huh? Oh, oh, one more second. If it happened before Rosh Hashanah, then every Rosh Hashanah, then you can't leave over the blood at night because it's posel belina. Zvika Saddam always has to be the same day. So if the shechita was Erev Rosh Hashanah, so you have to sprinkle the blood the same day. You can't leave it over for the night. If you sprinkle the blood that day, use your shayfik as untahed. It belongs to the kohen. So you have to say, you shechted on Rosh Hashanah, right? So you didn't do Zrika Saddam yet, but then you can't be Misak and Akli. 
So therefore Rashi couldn't say that it happened after Shechita. Because it would be after Shechita before Zrika. It has to be Erev Rosh Hashanah. can't be Erev Rosh Hashanah because then the Zrika has to be the same day. If it's the same day, by the time Rosh Hashanah comes, you could blow your Shofar Gazunta it. It doesn't belong to the Beis HaMikdash anymore. It belongs to the Kayin. Right? So you have to say what? That the Zrika Saddam did not happen yet. In other words, the Shechita was on Rosh Hashanah. If he did it after Shechita, this Tikkun Kli. Now this Jew is not, this Jew is not fashioning a... <laughs> okay. Sorry. Why is that a lot of the you have to clean it out. You have to clean it out. You have to it You have to clean it out. Then it's yeah. Pasul Mizbeach, but it's, uh, it's still like this. You'd have Still Pasul from Mizbeach. What? What grows back? It doesn't. Shoifers don't grow back. Shoifers don't grow back. Antlers grow back. Shofar doesn't go back. Antlers grow back, but not Shofar. There's a difference between antlers and horns. Some air Interesting, Gara. Okay. Yeah, but what was the Havaman? Weiter. The Rambam says, he says that if, t- if the bone is removed, it's a moon. Right? It's a complete mum. If it's a complete mum, you redeem it. You basically give the money and it goes out l'chulam. Right? Because you can't offer it. The, I mean, the Ramam learns if part of it is left, it's still a mum, you're not makr of it, but it's not such a mum, but that you could be a poida. I guess it's with the Rabbanu. It's not a mum that the Torah would allow you just to redeem it, but on the other hand, you can't be at makrif if some is missing. Now, a shoifer we know could be shorter. In other words, you don't need a full horn, right? We learned before, as long as there's a tefach, aruch vikitsurah, it would be kosher. So that's what I was thinking. In other words, if it was long and part of it fell off, but still much part of it remained. So it's a kosher shoifer. Right, it's still, it's still and, you can't, and you can't be a poida. So there would be a din me'ila. So there would be a din me'ila. But then there wouldn't be Zrika Saddam. There wouldn't be Shechita and Zrika Saddam. So that's why you can't say it was between Shechita and Zrika. You have to say it was alive. So that's why Rashi has to say it was alive, because you're not shechting it. But you still can't, it's still me'ila, because you still can't redeem it, because it's not a real moon. Whenever it happens, let's say it happens a week before Yom Tov. On Yom Tov, you have and Kli. That's the Shalsa Shuvah. Shvus Yaakov would have to be. Yes. It goes out. No, you don't have to let it die. Yeah. It's called Kedushay Chutz. In other words, there's certain things you're not allowed to do with it. But you could treat it. Very seldom. Chatoyas, Chatoyas Shemesis. Yes, you could. You still have to respect it. It's not a regular animal. Giza, Giza, a few things. Yeah. 
has to be treated with more respect. Yeah? There's a few conditions. And you can't check them. You can't take it to the local uh, shot house. Yeah, no, you could. After the pidyon, after the pidyon, yeah. yeah. There's a few halachas yeah. because it was once. It was once. A, yes, yes, yes. Vaita de Gemara. Amr Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says another fascinating halacha. B'shoifer shalira what about a shoifer of Avedizara? What do we mean a shoifer of Avedizara? Let's say this shoifer was used as a, what's called Tashmishi Avedizara. It's an accessory for an idol. Either a decoration. It was used for any purpose of Avedizara, which would make it Asur Bahana. Now when you say shoifer Shlavedizara, he doesn't say exactly what it was. So you could say it was used for the sake of Avodah Zara in some way. It's called Meshamshe Avodah Zara. So the halach is, Lo Yitka, you should not blow. V'im toka, if he blew, Yotza. He's Yotza. Now this is a big Chiddush. Hanov Avodah Zara, Zakrashi. B'shoifesh l'Avodah Zara, Sheshim Shubay l'Avodah Zara. They used this shoifer for the purpose of Avodah Zara, V'neser Bahano. Jew is not allowed to benefit from it. It says, the Pasuk says in Parshas The Gemara learns out over there that it's talking about utensils that were used for the sake of Avedazar. So therefore, this shoifer would be Asr Bahana. And the Rishonim add, this would also apply to a shoifer that was used as an Avedazar. Some people in their Meshagasin could worship a shoifer too. You never know. It not only, it's not like you use the shoifer, let's say, to blow while they were worshipping the temple or to make some concert, whatever they did. But rather, or as a decoration on an Avedazar, right? Like an, or no, the shoifer itself was used as Avedazar. That they worshipped it. That's what the Rajba says here. Also, it would be Asubana. So why, if you blow with it, the big chiddush, you yotzes, akrashi, vim takayotza, the mitzvahs love hanon in who same svara. It's not a gather of hanon. I didn't have hanon from avodah I did a mitzvah with avodah but I didn't have hanon from avodah But me'el tana mitzvah baba veira. So I'm yotze. Should you do it? You shouldn't do it. Not me'el. This is avodah You could. Rava says you could. Rava says that then was by oil and shlamim. You could. The big problem here is who said this din Rabbi Yehuda? <laughs> Rabbi Yehuda is the one who holds that by oil. You're not yoytze because it's because uh, it's uh, by shlam. You're not yoytze because there's no meila. What about mitzvah slav lahanis? No, suddenly you changed your mind. So there's two ways of learning it. Taisvus says there's such a problem you have to change the girsa. Taisvus tainis. Taisvus tainis that you have to change the girsa. He says, Rabbi Nuchan, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, you see the second Taisvus. Tame Maishnam Mishlamim the Layatsam Shum the Mitzvahs Lahanis Nitnu. Over there, Rabbi Yehuda holds Mitzvah is a Hanah, right? And if we had a no from the base of Mikdash, no, here you had a no from Vidazana. Rabbi Nuchananel, God is Hacherava. I don't think it's an hour, Rabbi Nuchananel, but apparently Taisvus had a different Rabbi Nuchananel, and there he's Takagaitis Rava. Rava would work perfectly. It's the same Rava like before. Rava is Lishitasi, Mitzvah Slavon. Rabbi Yehuda would disagree. 
Or some say that when Rava said, Hadar Amar Rava was arguing with the tradition of Rabbi Yehuda, but they were saying in the name of Rabbi Yehuda. Rava says Rabbi Yehuda would have never said such a thing. Hadar Amar Amar. Rava's discussion was explaining what Rabbi Yehuda really said. He wasn't arguing with Rabbi Yehuda. Then it would work, the Gemara. In other words, when Rava was talking about Echad Zeva, Echad Zeh, either the first way or the second way, he was saying, you guys did not hear what Rabbi Yehuda said. He never said such a thing. Either he said, you're not Yoytzim both, or then Rava said, you know what, he probably said, you're Yoytzim both. That way you could interpret it in this girsa. So Zayin Azoy, but what about Rabbi Yehuda? So you say by Avodah it's about Hanah, and by Meila it's using it for anything, which would explain why Lechatchila should you use Lechatchila carbon oil for a shofar? It's not much, but the Rambam says you shouldn't do it Lechatchila. Right? The question is, am I allowed to Lechatchila take the horn of a carbon shlamim, yeah, before Zerik can use it as a shofar? Huh? No, no, at the end he doesn't say Leitka. He says Yotza. 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 So what about Lechatchila? But the other, but So the Rambam says not. Why? Because it's far, even if there's no gather of Hanah, yeah, in other words, it belongs to the Beis Hamikdash. Who gave you permission? Who, let's say it's not Meila. It's not a Din Hanah's Hector. Fine, you're doing a mitzvah. But who gave you permission? So L'Chadchila, you're not supposed to do it. Although others argue that it's even a Din L'Chadchila. So, uh, so what are you tining? You're tining, therefore... By Shlomim, he says, you're not Yoytza, why? Because you're not allowed to use it. It's not a din of Anna. You're not allowed to use it. Over here, by the Zohar, it's a din of Anna. So over here, it's Lava Anna. It's Lava Anna. It's Anna. It's comes from the use. You're saying by Shlomim, it's Asur, because there's an Isur. What's the Isur? He didn't have Anna from Hektash. He just used the Hektash. Not the Hanah, but he used the Hektash. The whole concept of using it by the Zer is fine, no. But the Eilah, if you don't have Hanah, you don't have Hanah, you're not a river? You are a river. But in the Eilah, you would still be awesome. No, the Din of Meilah is Hanah, that's why you need Shavu Pruta. No, oh, you, you need do? a Din. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need a Din Hanah, yeah. In the... Okay. By, um... By, by the Zer, you can say, why is it... The reason why it's Yatsa is because... Because there's no Hanah. Lav Lohan Nisnit. Right. The reason why it's Asr, I can understand. Because it's a little bit of... Well, he Taka says you shouldn't use Avodah Zara Lachatchila, even though Mitzvah Slav Lahan is not. You say why not use Avodah Zara Lachatchila? Rashi says Nesa Bahano Im Taka Yatsa. Mos. Okay. Next in. Shoifer shalira nidachas lo yitka. Shoifer that comes from iran nidachas don't blow vim toka lo yatz. What's the situation? Iran nidachas means a city that was. Uh, how do they translate iran nidachas? A what? A city that was rejected. A what? Subverted city. What's the halach of iran nidachas? 
a few of the citizens, a few of the residents of Iranidachas enticed the entire city or the majority of people living in the city to worship Avodah Zara. This was a unique phenomenon. They enticed majority of Jews living in a city that everybody should worship, or most of them to worship Avodah Zara. Now it's not anymore a din on individuals. Now the city assumes a new status in Alacha. It's called an Iranidachas. And those who worship the Vedazara are killed. And here is the Chiddush. All the spoil, the spoil, all the shalal, all the assets, the buildings have to be destroyed, and all the assets and the money has to be gathered to the center of the city and be burnt. I come, and I find there a horn of an animal, and I use it for the Shoshana. So he says, don't blow, and if you blew, lo yatsa. Why? Regular Vedazara, yeah, this not. My timer, what's the reason? The shear of the shoifer is considered what's kisusei mixas? Pulverized. It's scattered. Huh? Pulverized. It's crushed up like into crumbs. In other words, there's no shear of the she- of, this, of, 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 of the shoifer. It's like you have a shoifer and it's a few crumbs. Why? What's the svara? So Rashi says, fascinating. This is on Bayid. Iranidachas is a Jew. Oh, you're asking another question. Okay, one second. One second. This shoifer is going to be burnt, right? Because Iranidachas, all the plunder, all the shalom has to be burnt. So we have a principle, since this is in a state where it's going to be burnt, even though now it's not burnt, halachically, we look at it as though it was burnt. And a shoifer needs a shoifer. You should hold it with your hand and still see it from both sides. And this is not considered it has the sheer shoifer. Why? Kisusi mixes shiure. The shear is crushed into pieces. It's as though it's not here because it's oimid l'sreifa. No. And in the first case, it's not oimid l'sreifa. The Allah is that all of it you have to burn. So, l'chaida, why is it that in the first case, why is it in the first case, yoytza? L'chaida, you should say, by always, shoifer is tzadach shear, and shoifer of it is kisusi mixes shiure. This is a big shayla. All Avodah has to be destroyed. Every Avodah right? We have a Pasuk, Abed Ta'abdun, Eskala Mekoymas, V'nitatsesam, you have to destroy Avodah If this Shoifer is an Avodah just like Iranidachas, it also has to be destroyed. So, Kol Ha'imed Lichter, Shekatosh Dama, 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 Kol That's the difference. You have to say that this is an Avodah of a Goy. A guide is a din of bittel avodah If he's mavatel is avodah it's ois avodah So then, it's not necessary that what necessarily going to burn it. We eat anidachas is Jewish avodah By Jews, there's no din of bittel avodah A Jew can't be mavatel avodah Once it's an avodah of a Jew, vafalan it's an avodah It's an interesting halacha that only a non-Jew can get rid of avodah not a Jew. So therefore, if the first case was a shofar of a non-Jew avodah it's not a problem. If you yoytze, if you blow, you yoytze. Why? Because mitzvahs love lehanis nitnu, and it's not considered ksusim mitzvah shiur. That's what you have to say.
Yeah, but once it's an Avaitazar of a Jew, even the Yarshim can't use it. Right. 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 It wouldn't be considered pulverized. Because he could be at Mavatl. Mavatl means he does something that demonstrates that he stopped worshipping mm-hmm. it and he doesn't consider it anymore no, a I'm deity, saying, a god. I'm saying, I'm saying even in the case of an individual, yeah. it would still be extant. It would be extant because it isn't considered pulverized. Now, the right. angel's property could be still Yarshan, and therefore you can't, you have to have, there has to be a Mamashas no, but if it, if it's something that halachically you have to burn, so it's already, in other words, we can. But you don't have to destroy the avodah you do. of someone, of, of an individual. I thought that was just by a, 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 a No, no. But there's only you have to destroy. That's what Rashi says. No. Yeah, yeah. Tashmish avodah yeah. Yeah, abe ta'abda. Look, vaiter Rashi. Abdun ta'abda is kolam akaymas. So if it's a Vedazara of a Jew, there's no Din Bittal, so Kasusi mixes Shure. So why do we need to keep your own doctors? Why don't we just say it was an individual Jews and it's considered its own illustration? Right. 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 That his property can't be Yarshan? Can't? Cannot, yeah. In other words, he uses a chafetz for Bodhazar, then he dies. So that, pro- actually, that chafetz... Can't, you say? Can't. Can't Yeah, I think so. Marshan, but not... You're not you're in a dachas, no, nobody Yarshan. Gets, yeah. gets destroyed, yeah. Gets destroyed. No, mevatel just okay. means the guy... He, he, no. Cuts off an ear. He cut. He just does something so that shows. Where really Nigavich? Hashem Shavuot Zari never really made it a deity. I mean, he just making nice. Well, you don't use it for that anymore. Whatever. It's just. It's it's worthless for it. It's not. Uh, it's not part of my. It's not part of his other stick. There's no. There's no service here for it. There's no use for it as the deity. Whatever you used it for, whether you worshipped it itself or you used it to. to to, to access another of Avodah but you don't say still you shouldn't use it why? because there's no because he could be at Mavatel since he could be at Mavatel it's not Oymed Lisrif but it's still you shouldn't be using something from Avodah but if you did you were Yotzeh because it's not called Hanov of Avodah right? it's not called Hanov of so kala imid lisif kasarov dami according to this means that there's no way out. In other words, that the potential is not just it's going to happen tomorrow, right? Atazai. But since since he could be mavatel, so therefore the potential is weakened. Let's let's understand simply. You have a situation where you say this person, yeah. Now he's not like this, right? But in six months he's going to be in this position. So I can already look at him now like that, right? You understand? Because he's not there today, but he's going to be there in six months. But what happens if he can undo it? So then it already weakens looking at the future 
as though it's present. Because <coughs> if the future is an obvious future, there's no way out. So I say, okay, it's not there yet, but it's getting there. But if the future can be undone and it doesn't happen, so it weakens the Svarah to say that the future is already now. Because it's not now. In fact, is it could be completely undone. If it can't be undone, it's a whole different level. Huh? No. Right? If you threw a keli off a roof, you're saying, huh? And somebody comes with a bat and he bats it. I'm not mechuyev because you broke it. You already threw it over the roof. But what does Tais what does Tais say there? If somebody shoots a bullet, an arrow, yeah, and the arrow is going to hit the keli and you break it, then then you chayev <laughs> because you could take it away from the arrow. If you take a keli and you throw it off the roof, it's going down. Gravity, as long as you obliterate, if you, unless you can obliterate the laws of gravity. If you bring a spaceship and you take it out of space, etc. But uh, so if you break it, you're potter because you broke a broken keli. But if somebody shoots a bullet on the keli, an arrow, not the person doesn't say a bullet, a chait, an arrow, and now you break it, you're mechuyev. Why? 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 Because, because it's not a din in the keli. The arrow was going on the keli, but the keli itself, somebody could have moved it away. Huh? You're right. You could put a mattress. You're right. You could put, a, and you can also you can also catch the keli. But the vart is the keli itself is on its way to be broken. Huh? What's a similar concept? So the Chidush Harim says to be mevatel avaydezara means it has a mitzias. If it doesn't have a mitzias, there's no din bittel. So he says that's why by a Jew, there's no din of bittel and avaydezara, because that means you're recognizing that it has some mitzias. And there's no mitzias b'chlam. So therefore, in a way, there's no bitl either. Was never used. Was never used for Oh, it wasn't used. For it's just a, you know they print the pictures on the. It's the image of the but then it was never used for the It was. So, 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 so if it wasn't an avodah zara, then you could just destroy the image because you don't want to have it in your house. It's disgusting, but it's not a problem because you don't need a din of bitl avodah zara. If it was used for an Avaidazara, then you need Bitl. If it wasn't used, they just like they take pictures of their Avaidazara because that's for them enjoyable or meaningful, so just get rid of the picture. You're not getting rid of an Avaidazara. But it doesn't own it anymore. Right. So you could for sure get rid of the picture. You don't have to be Mvatal Avaidazara, that's my Then you can't. It's nothing to do. But you so you own it. So I'm but you can't be you can't. I never made it to Avaidazura. You're right. So you can't be Mvatal either, right? That's that's another vart. He needs to be a mavat. You can't be a mavat. Okay. Huh? 
I just want to add, yeah, yeah. I just want to add Stam that there's a shit of Rabbeinu Tam who says that this Gemara, that Shoifer Shlavoy Dezara would work is only if the guy was Mavatalit Lepoya. Most Rishonim hold the potential already makes it fine because it's not Ksusi Mixashurim. But the Tam says only if he was Mavatalit Lepoya. If not, you still say Ksusi Mixashurim because he believes that since it's Oymid Lesarif, even though you can undo it, it's Kesarif Dami. So why can't you use it to Chatchila? He says because it's still disgusting. Since it was once of a desert, it's still disgusting, so you shouldn't use it. But if you use it, you yod to the mitzvah, it's not a problem. But Lafida ben Atam, to make it not ksusi mixes yod, it has to be bottle the pile, not only bottle the kayak. What's the difference? They didn't have too many Avodazar. Avodazar live in France. Avodazar have every corner. <laughs> I don't understand the concept. Then what is it? You don't give it for no. Did you see the questions you know? No question, you can ask even better. A Jew does a mitzvah, he has a no, the greatest no that he could do Hashem's will, he connects to Hashem. You ever see Alani Davin Shachis in the morning? The no that he has. Huh? Yid has a no. The Rambam says in Hilchis Gerishin that if you force somebody to give a get, right? It's a kosher to get. I doesn't want to. So what does the Ramam say? That really every Jew wants to do all the mitzvahs. It's just Yitzroy Takfoy. Yitzahara is overpowering him. When you force him and he says, that's his true Ratzin. So he's doing his true Ratzin. So what's you have a greater Hanah than fulfilling your own true Ratzin? I don't think mitzvah Slav Lahanis doesn't mean there's no Hanah in the mitzvah. It's not the goal. Right. It's so how do you define Hanah? In the next piece, I think Rashi explains it to the water, the cold water. Yeah. I'm conscious. Rashi says clearly that the person will be my section. There's, there's, there's the Hanah of Kiyo Mitzvah. That's not what but it's, it's a Hanah of a relationship with Hashem. It's Hanah, it's the soul enjoying. The definition of Hanah we're talking about is that there's a physical, tangible, concrete Hanah in terms of money, in terms of physical pleasure and so forth. It says that Abnachim Chernobyl was very uh, fat, and he became fat from Amin Yehishmi Rabbah. The Tainug of Amin Yehishmi Rabbah was so fatty for him that. Uh, that's uh, it's a lot of us. No, it's Amin Yehishmi Rabbah. It's not the. Okay, weiter. Put it this way. Let's say you have no Hanoff in the mitzvah. You're not in the mood, you're not interested, yeah? Still do it. You're mechuyiv to do it, and does it change the mitzvah? No. It's the mitzvah. It's the mitzvah itself. Not talking about the kavon is a mitzvah. The mitzvah, somebody's completely not in the mood. You understand? That's the vart. It's not a, in other words, it's not the definition. The definition of the mitzvah is not, I enjoy. You have a schus, you enjoy it, gewaldik. That's not the definition of the mitzvah of a haraya. A Jew has absolutely no anon. In fact, you force him to do the mitzvah. Right? It's still the Zelba mitzvah. The same connection to Hashem. Mitzvah the mitzvah. You understand? The relationship is still there. The mitzvah itself is there. Huh? No. The, relation, the mitzvah is a mitzvah. Yeah, if it's a mitzvah, it's tzavsa v'chibur. It's tzavsa v'chibur. I why you're not allowed to do it. And why 
You buy your wife roses for Shabbos, and she loves roses, right? You're not in the mood, you weren't interested. You buy it, yeah? She doesn't... There's something in the mood. The flowers are there, the flowers are there. Unless you don't ruin it with a stupid comment. I wasn't really interested in you, I was just forced. Okay, then it's over. With God, that would still work, actually. Hashem, that would still work. Why you're not allowed to, or why you you're going to have Hanoi, he doesn't know when he does a mitzvah, so you're not allowed to. But if he did it, Hanoi doesn't take away from the mitzvah, you're still Yetzirah. Zog's good. You're saying, so use the Havayda Zara The answer is, you're not supposed to have enough from Havayda Zara. And the mitzvah has Hanoi. So why are you Yetzirah? Because it's not the definition of the <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're like... Uh, so you're saying it's not the definition of the mitzvah. You do a mitzvah without Hanoi, it's still a mitzvah. So Melem, it's the mitzvah... You know, Hanor is not an integral component of the mitzvah. So it's not the Hanor of Avedizara, right? So in other words, we have an interesting mitzvah. You shouldn't use Avedizara because the Gavra is having Hanor. When I do a mitzvah, I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm enjoying Avedizara. It's a shayf Avedizara, yeah. So L'chayr, I shouldn't be Yaitza. The answer is, the Hanor is my personal experience. It's not a definition of the mitzvah. So the Hanas of Avodah which I did have Hanar from, and therefore I did an Isser, it doesn't impede, it doesn't impede, it doesn't destroy the Hefza of the Mitzvah. Why? Because the Mitzvah doesn't need Hanar. The Mitzvah just needs Tkiyah Shoifer, not a Dinah Hanar. So the Mitzvah is not created through Hanas of Avodah Put it this way, if a guy hates blowing Shoifer, he hates it, he just feels forced, Right? So he didn't have a no of He just did a mitzvah. So the Hanah is, is an extracurricular activity. So therefore, for you, it's, it's an interesting thing. For you, it's an Isser. If, for, if you have a no. If you're a good Jew, if you're a good Jew, and you love Shaifer, and you have a no, you did an Isser. But the mitzvah was done. Why? Because the mitzvah was not a Ba'a Because the mitzvah doesn't need a no. The mitzvah just needs the shoif. It happens to be the shoif of the Zara. So that's an interesting mahalach. Huh? So that's the mailin hating mitzvahs. For this Gemara, if you hate mitzvahs, it works very well. Then you say, go blow, go blow. Gay blows from Hoidu Kush. Right? Gay Fifon of the Velt. Literally. You say there are such people? There are people who hate, who hate it? Even they, they don't hate it. They hate the culture because they were they were they slapped up every time before Tkiya Shoifer, maybe. So that's why they hate it. They don't hate the They think they hate the Shoifer. It's not the Shoifer that they hate. There was a Jew who once told me in Europe, he, he, he she made a new type, her father made a new type of shul, not halachit. So she said that she changed it from the Shoifer to the violin. Because the Shoifer gave her headaches as a kid. So in her synagogue, they do a violin concert on Rosh Hashanah. She says she thinks God enjoys it much more. Shoifer is boring and monotonous. The guy just blows and blows. They have a beautiful violinist and does a concert. She said, Yom Kippur, 1 o'clock, they do a smorgasbord with Chinese food. And she thinks God enjoys it also much more. Jews are not hungry. They could dive it much better. <laughs> this, is, this, is what she, this is what she told me once. In, in Ireland, in Dublin, Ireland. I know I have a cousin who came not from after the war, 
because he was hiding in a bunker as a kid with a guy who was saying to him, but he had a very bad voice and totally tone deaf, and this guy is very musical family, and he said that Bridget him so bad that he didn't. The Hest? He said he had a cousin, a survivor of the Holocaust, who left Yiddishkeit after the war. Why? He was hiding in a bunker during the war. And there was somebody else hiding there who would say Tehillim all day. And the guy was tone deaf. And he had a horrible voice. And the whole day he would say Tehillim. And the other one was a musical genius. So it drove him crazy. So at the end of the war, when he saw Tehillim, he went crazy. He had traumatic experiences from it. It wasn't the Tehillim. There's the Tillum that he hates. Yeah. The voice he hated. It happened to be, unfortunately, he was stuck with a guy. For, he was stuck with a guy. How long was he in the bunker for? I don't know. Probably only the last year, last part of. Yes, that can drive you crazy. You know, sometimes you're in a shul and you have a chazan, and the guy's just davens. And if you have a musical, does you can go crazy from the davening. It's not the davening. Some people daven is just beautiful. You know, it's like a, it's a tainuk to hear them. You know, you have once in a while about Philip Pashtagashmak to hear them daven. And sometimes it's neutral and sometimes it's the opposite. You'll do you'll pay not to hear this person daven. Really? Either. Either Tashmisha, even if they worship the Shoifer itself, that's what the Rishonim say would have the same halacha. You could, you could be Yoytze, which is unbelievable. You have a Shoifer, it's Mamish worshipped, and you blow Shoifer and you Yoytze the Mitzvah. A Chiddush of Adin. Because Mitzvah is Lav Lahan is Why would that it's just a little more dramatic. I mean, come on. Yeah, but in other words, this guy is serving it as a god, this guy, and you're using it. Stop. Yeah, I guess so. At least emotionally, no? <laughs> Rashi says, Shashimshu Baila Vaidazara, yeah. I added from the Rajba, the Rajba says why? that the same Allah would be, be if you worshipped it. Ah, Gita Shaila. This is a Gita Shaila. This is a Gita Shaila. You want to know what happens if you have a Bahaima with a horn and you burnt it, what's called Tikrovis Avaydazara. They used to sacrifice animals, just like they They sacrificed an animal Avaydazara and then you took that horn and you burnt it. So I saw the Mepharshim Takah say that that wouldn't work. Huh? Yes. That you couldn't use it. You couldn't use it. I'll read it to you. Right, 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 right. In other words, if you worship the animal as a god and it had a horn, then it would be like worshiping the horn, then it would be fine. Once it became tikruvas, tikruvas avodazara, now you can't be mavatal anymore. So ksusim mixesiura. Even the god, because he already sacrificed it for avodazara. You understand?
there's nothing to do. So there's already a din sreifah, If you're worshipping the shoifer, but it's intact, right? So you made it in Avedah Zorah. Ge'endik. So you could eat mavatal tomorrow, and it's ice. But here, what was the whole Indian? That you slaughtered the animal for this Avedah Zorah. You sprinkle the blood, you make smoke, whatever you did, the whole Avedah there, right? What are you being mavatal now? <laughs> it's done. Huh? By being mavatal Avedah you're showing... That animal. No, it's not an avodah That's a perpetual thing. Let's say you use a shayfer every day to blow truas while they're worshiping. Every day, this is the custom. So it was an avodah for three years. It was used, right? After three years, this guy becomes a balchuva, right? He goes to a shayfer mitzvahs b'nei noyach class, and he says, "I'm done. This is garbage." He breaks it. He shortens it. He throws it in the garbage. He steps on it. This is no god anymore. Now you take it, right? And you blow it. So we don't say Ksusimiksashura, or even before he's Mavatalit, you take it, right? According to the other Rishonim, not Rabbi Natam. You don't say Ksusimiksashura. Why? Because he could be at Mavatal. But once it became part of Tikrevis of there the objective of Avaydazara was fulfilled. You slaughter the animal. You're not keeping the animal in a museum and slaughtering it tomorrow. The Avaydazara wanted you to slaughter the animal. That was it. Together with the horns, right? So what, what is he being mavatl? He's saying yesterday wasn't an Avedah Zorah. You can't say that anymore. So now it's a din of Avedah Zorah. You have to get rid of it. So they look susim uksashura. You typhus? If it's a shoifer intact, it's being perpetually used as Avedah Zorah. So yesterday's Avedah Zorah, right, could be canceled. Be canceled. But now I can't cancel it for the future. It could be like a canceled actual Avedah Zorah. No, I can't. Oh, that, the source, the, 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 the deity. Yeah. The usage of this was already fully Right. Right. Huh? Shreifah, if it has a terminal illness, a disease. No, mum just means a blemish. Yeah, a mum is only negaya for the base of mikdash, not for our a disease. Shreifah means disease, sick. It's gonna die. Mum doesn't mean it's gonna die. Mum just means uh, blind in one eye, a broken bone. It's not disease. Or it's an animal that's slaughtered. And then you anyway use the horns. Or it's an animal that died. Right? The shoifer doesn't grow back, no. The shoifer doesn't grow back. Uh, uh, an antler grows back. The antler is made of bone? What is it? All bone. But that's not a shoifer. Like we learned the shoifer is a tube. The bone is inside, like Zachrus and Nakvus, male and female. Rhinoceros is a shoifer, right? The problem with rhinoceros is that it's not a kosher animal. It grows back, that's great, but the rhinoceros is not a kosher animal. Really? It's a machloikas, but most Rishon and Paskin it has to be kosher. Okay. And therefore, the Shulchan Aruch Harav says, "Yesh lepois leafilu b'diyevet." The Mishnah Brura brings no that b'diyevet you should blow it on it if you have no other shayf, no but don't make a bracha. The Shulchan Aruch Harav says, "Yesh lepois leafilu b'diyevet," the non-kosher animal. 
there's basically three types of shoifres. There's the mitzvah and amufcher, is a ram's horn, shoifres shal ayel, akedas yitzchak. That's top. There's a fine mitzvah, a mitzvah not min amufcher, but it's a good mitzvah, and that is any any uh, horn of a kosher animal, even if it's not an ayel. It has to be kafuf. Kafuf lechatchila. Lechatchila it has to be kafuf. Lemitzvah. If it's pashut, if it's straight, you still yoytze. But lechatchila it should be curved. There is one shit that it's even b'diyavet, but pashtos. There's one shit. But pashtos, most Rishonim learn that when it says kafuf, it means lechatchila. But it could be any kosher animal besides a cow. Besides a parah, according to Tanakam. And then there's a the third type of shayfer, which is possible. And that is the, the non-kosher animal, which also has a horn, and it could be curved, but it's still possible. Although some Rishonim say that it's not. But the Yevid, you should blow on it. When you buy a shofar, you can see if it comes from a kosher animal or not. No. You have to find out where it came from. And Bechlau, we want to blow with a ram's horn. That's the mitzvah and the so we try to take a ram's horn. A shoifer arouses people. The Rambam says in Hilchas Tshuva, a shoifer arouses people. Right? There's three types of Jews who get aroused, who get inspired. Okay, I'm going to discuss all three, and you'll raise your hand which one applies to you. There's, every shoifer arouses, but there's a Jew who gets aroused from a shoifer of a non-kosher animal. There's a Jew who gets aroused from a shoifer of a kosher animal. And there's a Jew who gets aroused from a shoifer of a ram. And halach, it's three different categories. The first one is an argument if it works or doesn't work. And some say, blow it, that leaves but the other. Mr. Brewer, shame of Mate Ephraim, I think. Second category is kosher, it's fine. It's good, yoytze the mitzvah. Mitzvah menam mufchar is the ram's horn. You know the three types of Jews? A type of Jew, his Jewishness comes from a non-kosher animal. What do I mean? Metaphoric. What inspires him, what makes him feel Jewish is when he sees how much anti-Semitism there is in the world. It's the non-kosherness of non-Jews who hate Jews, who hate Israel. It makes him feel like a proud Jew. He realizes that as far as he's going to go, he will not be able to escape this fate. Hitler sent to the gas chambers the most ultra, ultra, ultra orthodox Hasidic rabbis, Rosh Hashivas, Tzaddikim, from Yidin, and with the same venom and hate he sent into the gas chambers secular, atheistic, communist Jews who didn't believe in God, who didn't believe in Judaism. For him, they were the same exact Jews. Absolutely no difference. And this means something. It's not just that he made a mistake. It means that there's something in the Jew in which there's no difference. There's a nekudas, what, what Chassidus calls nekudas hayadus. We call the pintalayid. There's something there by every Jew alike. And therefore, this Jew, what inspires him, what, what inspires his Jewishness is the fact that we were hated, we're still hated, and he fights. He fights for the Jewish people, he fights for Jewish causes, he fights for Jewish pride, he fights for Israel. That's one level of Jewish identity. 
The problem with that is, it's very hard to raise children with that. Because if our, what makes us unique is that everybody hates us, <laughs> why do you want to be part of such a culture? What children have to be taught is not that everybody hates us, but that God loves us. It's a whole different type of education. It's very hard to inspire your young generation. You should be Jewish because of the Holocaust. For 50, 60 years, that's how they inspired many Jews. In many communities, the source of Jewish identity was, don't let Hitler win. Don't marry a non-Jew because of Hitler. Right? In other words, the Holocaust is our obligation to continue Jewish life. But at some point, the person says, you know, I don't want Judaism to be such a, it's a negative experience. I don't want it to be a negative, painful experience. It's all about we were killed and murdered and hated and, and we, they want to kill us again. We're almost dead. We're almost going to be dead and we have to fight. Let me go look somewhere else. Live more inspirationally. Live positively. So is it a source for identity? It's a source for identity. According to the Mishnah Brura, but the Yevid, you can even use it. But... Listen, it's a beautiful thing. She wants a lot of Yidin because Yidin were lost. But there's a positive vision. She wants to build the Jewish people. Yeah, it's not just, who are we? We're the group that's hated. What's our identity? We're the ones who are persecuted. We're the ones that Iran has to destroy. So what's my child growing up with? Right? We're the hated people. Then there's a second shift. That as a, as a totally negative no, it works, actually. It works better than I, other stuff. I, I see it as a beginning to get to the second. Good, great. And then to the third. Very good. The second it's one is... The second one is... Yeah, but if you stop by the first one... I'm leaving a birthright group. Well, I'm sending you a birthright group. Okay, okay. The second one is... He gets inspired by a kashara animal. In other words... The fact is, there's a lot of beauty to Jewish culture and Jewish life and Jewish family and Jewish values. And it's, it's moving for him. It's not just the group that hate it. He takes pride in his family, in his heritage, in his traditions, in his culture, in his history. It's a very powerful source of inspiration for the Jewish people. Right? And the mitzvah and amufcher is... So that's kosher. It's kosher. The mitzvah in Amufchur is he blows the ram's horn because he remembers Akedas Yitzchak. In other words, that Judaism is a covenant that the Jewish people made with God. Akedas Yitzchak represented the bris, the covenant of Brisbane Absarim. One horn was used for Matan Torah. One horn was used for, is going to be used for Mashiach. In other words, the Akedas Yitzchak Ayel represents that his connection to Judaism is not just culturally and tradition and heritage which is all beautiful it's all beautiful stuff Knedlach, Latkes Hamantashen, Bingo Bingo, Bagel and Locks or today's day it's Cholent Thursday night Cholent Kiddush clubs, Jalapeno herrings etc right? Which which is it's nice it's nice but rather there's a spiritual component. This is the person's, it's an intrinsic relationship. The person understands the Jewish role in terms of a covenant with God to change the world. That's a whole different arousal. You know, you know where this, I got this title from? 
Rebbe Avram Yitzchak Hakoyen Kuk, Tofresh Tzadik Gimel, 1933, after Hitler came to power. Hitler came to power. Hitler became the Chancellor of Germany when? January 1933, I believe, right? Around January 20, 1933, Adolf Hitler, Yemach became the Chancellor of Germany. That year, in 33, before Rosh Hashanah, there was a Asifa or a Kinos, a Tfila in the Churva. You know the Churva? The Churva in the old city in Yerushalayim. Yeah. Today they rebuilt it, they renovated it. But for many years it was just, you remember, it was just a Churva. So Rav, Avram Yitzchak Akayin Kuk, who was the chief rabbi of Eretz Yisrael at the time, it was shortly before his passing. He passed away, I think, two years later, also in Elul. 35, he gave the speech. He spoke about three causes of Jewish arousal, because Hitler came to power then. And you know, with Mein Kampf, the language of, of virulent, of, of poisonous anti-Semitism came to the fore. I mean, most people didn't take Hitler seriously or believe that he's going to do everything he wrote he's going to do, but the consciousness was there, especially coming from Germany. I mean, from Russia, there was never a shortage of anti-Semitism. From Germany, which was a civilized country, with scientists and the success of Jews in Germany was unprecedented. The Jewish success in Germany, in terms of career and, and trade and professionals and intermarriage, it was incredible, Jews of Germany. In terms of integration, assimilation, there was no community like that, probably ever. They were more German than the Germans, more German than the Germans in terms of integration. And it was shocking for them, you know. Shocking for them that this happened over there. So he gave this drush about Jews being triggered by three types of shoifers. A non-kosher shoifer, a kosher shoifer, and an akedus yitzchak shoifer. And as I said it over once, Rosh Hashanah, I said that we say Blow with the great shoifer. What's shoifer gadol? It means the Yemenite shoifer is not our shoifer. <laughs> if Hashem blows a small shoifer, we're not going to go. We need a shoifer God to be a long shoifer. The pshat is, you could blow in different shoifers. Kabir shoifer gadol means, you want that it should be the third shoifer. The Shaifer God, the great Shaifer. The Shaifer that represents Jewish greatness, Jewish glory, Jewish nobility. Not the Shaifer that represents the fact that we're a persecuted people and therefore we have to defend ourselves. Which is also a ticket, a t- an entry into Jewish consciousness. No question. What will arouse and inspire the Jewish people is not that we were hated throughout history and we have to stick together. But it's rather... Our unique destiny. Bris, there's a famous uh, essay from Rabbi Soloveitchik about Bris Eida and Bris Goiro. The unity of Jews is a unity of fate and a unity of destiny. Mm-hmm. Two different, uh, two different levels of unity. Huh?
very bad defense for Israel. That's when if they hang the whole Israel in the Holocaust, it's very... That's a challenge, yeah. There's no question that the Holocaust made Jews feel the need for Israel, that they need a country that they can call their own, where you don't need a visa, you can come in. The challenge is the Arabs would always say, just because you guys had a Holocaust, why should we suffer? Right? You had a Holocaust, so why are you taking away our home? So you have a problem, you're homeless. So if you're homeless, you steal my house. So when the whole... When the whole... (laughs) When the whole justification for Israel is the Holocaust... It becomes weak, ultimately. Right? It, emotionally, it makes a lot of sense for Jews. We need a home. We need a home. Who was that journalist who... Uh, she died already. You know, remember that Machshef from the White House? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The old lady. Uh, she was an experienced journalist. Oh, she said something anti-Semitic. She said, go back... One thing? A, 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 a rabbi interviewed her in the White House, and she said... Huh? Go back to Poland, go back to Germany, right? right? Leave Palestine, go back to Poland. What was her name? Uh, she retired. She had to. Re- she resigned or she was fired. So, you remember her? She was uh, yeah, yeah. on that one. She died recently. So she said, go back to Poland, go back to Germany, right? The problem is we were in Poland and Germany. We were there. Uh, huh? We were there. We tried being there for a very long time. We would have stayed. Helen Thomas. Helen Thomas. Helen Thomas. Helen Thomas. Yes. Thomas. Yes. Thomas. Yeah. Even she gets mentioned here. Yeah. I think those, those three levels of showcase are the rabbi. I don't think those three levels of showcase are mutually exclusive. I, no. I think you can have them all in you at all times. Once you have the showcase of the arcade, that you have everything. Maybe one's a higher madrega, but... You know, we're not always... Uh, you the know, question we have, is... We have physical needs. The question is two things. Needs. You want to guarantee Jewish continuity for a new generation, number one. Number two, you want to inspire Jewish continuity for a new generation. Which shayfer do you blow? I have an you love Tzioinis, fine. But if you want... I'm, I'm saying in Israel... I got a, it. You have almost a zero assimilation rate. I know that. That's why you live in Muncie. Here we have a 60% assimilation rate. So is it, if you want to say... I got it. Of, 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 of I got it. But even if you want an Israeli Jew to feel proud of Israel... How do you do that? With which cipher? Take a look. No, take a look. Take a look at the whole generation of early Zionists who sacrificed their lives for the land. Right? And for the people. And for the people. Right? And then, when the State Department or the UN put tremendous pressure on them, many of them fell prey to the pressure. They deviated from philosophies which they preached, practiced, and sacrificed their lives for for 50, 60, 70 years. And they couldn't resist the pressures of the world at a moment of truth. Great, great people. You're talking about Menachem Begin? Yeah. Right? 1979, Carter and Sadat. Arik Sharon. The Hawk. Okay, Gush Katif, 2005. Yitzchak Rabin, Moshe Dayan, Shimon Peres. These were Mamish Bali, these were Jews of Sacrament. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. They blew the first shoifer. 
That's true. That's true. That's true. No, 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 no. You're looking at me like other Haredim that you hate. I know that. But you shouldn't look at me that way. I don't say it from a place of uh, sitting and, and barbecuing steak on Forche or, uh, or or Wesley Hills and saying, oh, they should do this, they should do that, they should do that, and I don't even send my kids to the army. You should have put that in too. I, I give me a okay. I'm saying it's from a place of deep respect, of deep reverence, of deep empathy and identification. I'm not saying it from a place of, of absolute dismissal. I know about their, their sacrifices. I know very well about it. I think Rav Kook did too. Yes, I know about him too. I'm saying it from a place of deep respect. Menachem Begin was a hero of the Jewish people. What he did, right? For years, his whole life was dedicated for it. But he himself, he went into a depression afterwards. You know that. Yeah. There was a reason for it. His wife died also. His wife died. Aliza died. But even before that, he regretted it six hours after. He was never the same person afterwards. Look what happened. What he did, it was all with noble intentions. He wanted peace with Egypt. But the Pandora box that had opened up till today, the moment Israel gave back territory, gave away territory, besides the economic issue of millions and ultimately billions of dollars in oil, besides that, the moment they surrendered to that pressure that the territory we got in the Six-Day War, right, is up for negotiation, it was just a Pandora box that never ended. And since you're dealing with people who essentially don't want Israel there, so that means there's no way of placating it. So the moment that happened, it became a P'chiel How many Jews and Arabs were murdered and maimed as a result of all of these concessions? Take a look at Oslo. How many Jews, how many Jewish lives were murdered because of it? That's not what they wanted. They wanted peace. Of course, Rabin wanted, they all, they craved peace. They all lost friends and children and siblings and family. I know that their intentions were noble. But look what happened. I mean, today, any, even the, the, the uh, today, everybody knows to create a Palestinian state. Look what happened in Gaza. Sharon wanted, we'll give Gaza, we'll have a Palestinian state in Gaza, and let's see what happens. And the truth is, if Hamas would have taken Gaza and start build, would build universities there and hospitals there, all the right-wingers would have to say, you know what, we were wrong. You gave them Gaza. Look, they turned Gaza into a paradise. They turned Gaza into uh, Teaneck, New Jersey. Okay, not, not shuls, but masks. Hospitals, universities, Sullivan's bars, casinos. Became Hamastan at 20,000 missiles. 20,000 missiles. They got an economy, how much did I, uh, they say it was a, a multi-million, a billion dollar industry of, of farming and greenhouses. Probably a multi-million dollar industry. They destroyed it overnight. Who does that? That's how you build your state. Shaita. You give me your house and there's millions of dollars in your house. I destroyed it because it was Jewish. So you see what you're dealing with. So you think Sharon didn't regret it? Come on, these people had Seichel. What was missing? What was missing? What was missing was, yeah, that they were very proud Jews, but the Jewish pride was not rooted in Torah. It was rooted in culture and history. 
and therefore it's subjected to pressure of the UN and the State Department. It wasn't rooted in eternal Jewish dignity based on Akedas Yitzchak. I just, I just add one, one other thing. That if it Not that they weren't good if, people. If it wasn't for that Jewishness that wasn't based on Torah, there would be no Eretz and people would be sitting in, in Krakow, Poland today, saying to Hillel and getting beaten up every day. So, and a tach every every 25 years. So, okay. uh, you, you, when you go nobody, that direction, nobody will ever and, and, and to put down the people in a certain way, you know, you have to you have to reveal the other side of the That's country. true. That these people were heroes of the Jewish, 100%. Of the Jewish people. hundred percent. I mean, right. how many yeshivas in Arizona? No, no question. Nobody, nobody can yeshivas? ever, nobody can ever disregard or delegitimize an extraordinary accomplishment of a certain individual. But not to point out terrible errors would be equally foolish. Shimon Peres. When, when you point out the terrible errors, Bashem Mishpatay Shampala, you know, it, it, should, it should yes, be tempered. It should be tempered so the young you're people right. today, you're right, can realize point well taken that a guy point well taken. Is, is, uh, he's still Jewish and he's still. I don't disagree with you. Point, point well taken. That he has a neshama is avada. That's the problem. If he wouldn't have a neshama, yeah, yeah, he wouldn't be so able to make such choices. Sure. <laughs> It's not a stid away, you're saying fakert. That's the pain. The pain of it is that you're dealing with great people. I agree with you. You don't understand. Okay. Shimon Paris and Yitzchak Rabin did the Antebi raid, right? It was an unbelievable feat. Yoni, yeah, Yoni Netanyahu. I'm not even saying Mikoichi Ve'atzmi. Koichi Ve'atzmi. Koichi Ve'atzmi. Koichi Ve'atzmi. Koichi Ve'atzmi. said on, on YouTube, he's here on, on YouTube, he says, there, there was a million times, I think he uses that word, a million times more Nisim in, 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 the, in the Six-Day War than there was in Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. Hello? A million times more... I'm, I'm saying it's all from Hashem. I'm not, I'm not saying Koichi Ve'atzmi to be a soldier. I understand, I understand. It's together with... Yes, yes, yes. I got it. We're on the same team. You're accustomed... You're accustomed, if I may say, that when you hear criticism, it's coming from a hatred to Israel. It's coming from a venom towards other Jews who don't fit in. But you're dealing with the wrong person with that. You understand? Right. Here it's coming no, from no, love, from respect. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't speak with maybe um, such passion. So I'm saying there's a lot of religious Jews who are misguided. They're indoctrinated. Right. You understand? Right. They call secular Jews goyim. In it fact, anybody who doesn't dress like them, anybody who doesn't dress like them is called a goy. Right? And they treat Israel in a horrible way. There's even people, I don't know if you see the videos, the crazy extremists, soldiers come into Davim right? 
You ever see these videos that go around? You're Shalayim. Soldiers, from soldiers, come into Davim Ayriv with a mincha. And they scream and throw rocks and, and want to beat them up and so forth. You ever see what they do? Yeah. Yeah? So these are, I would love to call them lunatics. Unfortunately, they're not. They're, they're really brainwashed. They're indoctrinated. But here we're coming from a completely different position. It's not... Uh, Huh? I once gave a speech about, I spoke about Israeli soldiers. And I said that Russia, it was a very big island, like 2,000 people from Jews. And I said that when you go in Israel and you see an Israeli soldier, the right thing to do is go over to him, every soldier, and say, And and give him a hug, buy him an ice cream, yeah? Say shalom aleichem to him, and just say, I want to thank you for sacrificing your life for the seven million Jews living in the Holy Land. That's what I want to do. That's what. That's all you should do. Not getting into the argument, serve, not serve, who should serve, I'm not getting into that. But if there wouldn't be Israeli soldiers, everybody would be mighty that every yeshiva bach has to go to war, right? There would be no Rosh Hashiva, even if Shmuel Oyebach would hold that every Yeshiva Bach has to go to war, because if there would be no Israeli soldiers, you have to close the basement, you have to close the safe and protect the Jewish people, right? Even the most crooked cup in the world, even the most crooked mind. So the fact is that they're protecting you, you could sit and learn. The minimum thing you could do in all the Musa Shmuz and in the literature Yeshivas, they always talk about Hakaras Hatoyv. You ever heard the word Hakaras Hatoyv? So what's Akaris Hatoyv mean? That if somebody passes you a tissue box, you have to say thank you. And what if somebody sacrifices his life for you and your brother and your sister? You don't have to say thank you. If he passes a tissue box, there's a mitzvah of Akaris Hatoyv because he passed you a tissue box. And if not, you have to ask him a chil Erevim Kippur. If he doesn't want to be Michael, you have to send three friends to ask Mechila because you didn't say thank you for passing the tissue box from one table to another table. Right? And for a soldier who's 19 years old, the same age you're sitting in the mirror or in Slabotka or in Panovich or in Hevron or in Chabad, wherever you are, right, or in Shabin, and you're learning and he's on the front lines and he buried his friend and he buried another friend and his parents buried a child and he sacrificed your life. So you don't have to say thank you. There's no Akaris Atayim there. You don't have to say thank you. So I saw a few people walked out. So afterwards, I asked them, why did you walk out? I was walking down. They said, Hakaris HaToyv to them? I said, yeah. They said, they hate us more than the Arabs. The secular soldiers hate us more than the Arabs. I said, I want to give you a bracha. That if you get lost in Israel, yeah, you should get lost. Instead of getting lost in Ramlah by the Arabs, you should get lost by secular Israeli soldiers. I'll tell you what's going to be the difference. If you get lost in Ramla, they'll throw you off a porch, they'll cut you into pieces, and they'll dance. You remember the lynch with the two soldiers, right? If you'll end up with secular Israeli soldiers, they'll give you a hot bowl of soup, they'll give you to drink, they'll give you a night's sleep, and they'll return you to your families in safety. So that's just my blessing to you that you should end up by the people who hate you more than the Arabs. Because the people who hate you more than the Arabs will actually make sure you live. And the people who hate you less than the soldiers will actually make sure that you die in torture. That's my blessing to you. Don't end up by the people who love you more. <laughs> end up by the people who hate you more. <laughs> my blessing to you. So where does that come from? 
That's an absolute indoctrination and distortion, right? It's a violation of humanness, of menschlichkeit, of Torah, of, of Yerushamayim, of everything. And this has nothing to do with anybody's opinion, right, about if Yeshiva Bochum should go serve or not. So I'm not coming from that place. You, 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 you react from that place. You don't understand. This is coming from a place of very profound appreciation for everything that's going on. Nonetheless, nonetheless, one has to appreciate mistakes that great people make. Okay. <laughs> you know I could talk about this for 29 hours, right? <laughs> what? No, we're not arguing. We're not arguing. He knows we're not arguing. Okay, back to music. Now we're going to sing a little bit. gave a shir, the Chsam Seifer writes Chsam Seifer writes why did the Jews go crazy from Dosan and Aviram? Why did they have such influence? By Koirach, they mamish it was two, two troublemakers yeah? You have two troublemakers every shul has two troublemakers that sit in the back and hate the rabbi the gabbai, the president, right? They hate everybody Yo, every shul has that the bigger the shul, the more people but they always have two people in the corner, always complain. But nobody takes them seriously. They're chronic complainers. You know those people. Whatever you do is not good. So does, why did people take them so seriously? Some Seifer says that Jews saw Dosan and Aviram as great as Moshe and Aaron. So somebody once asked me, where did some Seifer come up with this? That they saw Dosan and Aviram as great as Moshe and Aaron. And I was searching. It's very hard to know. Where did some Seifer come up with this? And then I found an incredible, incredible source. Incredible. It says in Parshas B'Shalach that V'omar Pari L'Bnei Yisrael Nevuchim Heim Ba'aretz Pari told the Jews that the Jews got lost in the desert. Sagar Aleim Hamidbar. What do you mean V'omar Pari L'Bnei Yisrael? They weren't there anymore. They left. Right? So Rashi says it means he said about the Jews. Targum Yonis Ben Azil says that Pari spoke to two Jews who stayed behind. Dosan and Avirim. Dosan and Avirim didn't go out by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. They stayed behind. They stayed behind. They never went with the Jewish people. The question is, if they stayed behind, how were they in the desert? <laughs> right? They fought with Kairach. How, how did they end up in the desert? It's crazy. They ended up in Mitzrayim. How did they end up in the desert? The Pshat is, they went later. When did they go later? They were with Parah. That means they went together with Parah to pursue the Jewish people in the Yamsuf. But then they should have drowned. They went with Pari into the ocean, into the sea. They should have drowned. The half of a fellow, what happened? So the Be'emayim Chaim writes that there was a special Kriyas Yamsa for Dosan and Avira. Why was there a special Kriyas Yamsa for Dosan and Avira? So Yeshua Leib Diskin, who was a Litvak Sheba Litvak, he was the Rav of Brisk, 
Reb Chaim Briska says one of the three luyim of the generation. You heard of Rabbi Shulay Diskin, yeah? Do you still get uh, requests for stucco from the orphanage, the Diskin yeah. orphanage yeah. in Yerushalayim? Based on Yisimim Diskin, so he founded in Yerushalayim. He was the Rav of Brisk, Lomzhem, Mizrich, and then Yerushalayim. The son of a Brisk, he was a Gonoila, one of the biggest litvish Gedolei Hadar, Rabbi Shulay Diskin. So he says all the Jews who didn't want to leave Mitzrayim died by Makas Chayshech. Why didn't Dasan and Aviram die by Makas Chayshech? The answer he says is this. The people who didn't want to leave Mitzrayim, it's because they felt close to the Egyptians. They felt close to the Egyptians. They didn't want to be part of the Jewish people. He says they were the aristocrats. They were the feinschmeckers. They had special condominiums in Egypt. They were, they were chaverlap. They were mayafes. They would be invited to the operas and to the ballets and to the receptions. They, were, they hung out in the salons of Berlin and of Cairo with the anti-Semites because they were, like, they were better than everybody else. We should leave this as not Dosan and Aviram. Dosan and Aviram, it says in Parsha Shmois, were one of the police who were beaten by Pyro's people because they didn't want to demand from the Jews the quota of the bricks. So it says Dosan and Aviram, one of the police. Rishulayb Diskin says they were beaten for other Jews. So even though they were Yeshoyim and Kaifim and Apikursim, they didn't die by Makas Chayshech. Not only that, according to the Bayim they had their own Kriyas Yamsu. So when Pari comes into the sea, the sea comes back, and they have their own Kriyas Yamsav, and they go through to the other side, and then they spend the rest of the time fighting Moshe and Aaron, because they don't believe in anything. But they took a beating for the Jewish people. And that's why they would treat, imagine now two Jews have their own Kriyas Yamsav. Of course you would respect them. Who wouldn't respect them? They have their own Kriyas Who gets their own Kriyas Yamsav? And if you read the story of Kriya Samsov, you'll see the story of Kriya Samsov says twice. I did a shir about this Parshas Bashalach. The story of Kriya Samsov is repeated. And the second time, you could see it's different than the first time. According to this, you could see because it was a second Kriya Samsov, Adasan and Avira. So I said, Herzechain, you have Adasan and Avira. Kaifrim apikursim gmurim. They were by Matan Torah, they didn't believe in God. They saw Kriya Samsov, they didn't believe in Moshe. They complained about the man, they complained about the Meragam, they fought against Kaya. Real troublemakers. But because they took a beating for another Jew, they had their own Kriyas Yamsov. Imagine, they had their, and they didn't die with everybody else because they weren't sitting in an ivory tower, right, and saying, oh, these crazy Jews. What they used to, the Germans used to call the, the, the Eistjuden, yeah, Eistjuden, the Jews of the East, the dirty, filthy Jews of the East with the Langepeas. They weren't like that. They felt for the Jewish people. They cried with them. They were beaten. They were at least culturally very Jewish and they were ready to fight for them. So for them, they had a special Kriyas Yamsav. So imagine a 19-year-old boy. Yeah? Nishkin Kaifin, Nishkin Apikaitis. He's a Tinik Shanizh, but he grew up without Shabbos, grew up without anything. And puts his life on the line. Not only he gets a beating, he's ready to die for the Jewish people. You don't think he gets his own Kriyas Yamsav? You don't think he deserves at least a thank you? This was my uh, message. You hear that, Nivos Yes, sir. Okay. These are Jews that take a beating for another Jew. Okay. I'll tell you a gishmaka maises, a beautiful story. The Rav of Vilna was a Jew named Reb Chaim Radzensky. You ever heard of Reb Chaim He was a he 
was a great giant. He passed away in 1940 in Vilna, right before the war, the beginning of the war. He had one daughter, but she passed away before him. So there's no, uh, he didn't leave any descendants. Chaim Moiser, he wrote Shalsa Chubas Achiezer. He once met one of the, Poli- the Rebbes of Poland, the Ostrovce Rebbe, Rabbi Chiel, mayor of Ostrovce. He lived in Ostrovce. Ostrovce is a city in Poland. He passed away in 1928, Tofresh Pechas. He was a very holy Jew and he was also a big gone. He fasted for 40 years. You know that? 40 years? Ostrovce in Poland. Ostrov. Next visit, you call it Ostrovce. The Bichil Mayor of Ostrovce. He wrote a sefer called Mayor Enei Chachamim. He was a very, he fasted 40 years. He would eat 40 years straight. They said even Shabbos, some people say even Shabbos. <laughs> that's the was a Shmuel. At night, he would eat a little kasha, like oatmeal, uh, a little kasha. That's it for 40 years. The Oilam, the, the Chassidim would say that it was because he felt the Holocaust coming, and it was like the Psadik, the Gemara says in Gittin, he also fasted 40 years. He was Mamash, he was a unique Jew. They say that once he told a baker, he had a store, he had a, there was a Jew had a store open on the Strafts on Shabbos, and he said, You Machal Shabbos, you should close the store. He says, Rabbi, you're also Machal Shabbos. They say that you fast on Shabbos. He says, Yeah, but from my Chilo Shabbos, nobody learns. From your Chilo Shabbos, people copy you. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. My Chilo Shabbos, you can do, can't fast. <laughs> nobody wants to copy it. Okay. Huh? There was once a few Chabad Bachram who started to copy the Lubavitcher Rebbe, how the shoes he was wearing and the socks he was wearing. So somebody told his wife, so she said, Zonzeim Nachmachen Mitzayna Tanesim. Why don't they emulate him how much he fasts? Because <laughs> he used to fast nonstop. He fasted sometimes weeks straight. Whatever, he didn't stop fasting. So Nachmachen Mitzayna Tanesim Besser. Anyway, so. So the Bichil made of a strafza meets the Chaim Oizer once. So Chaim Oizer was a Litvish god. He was from the Litv, you know, the world of Lita, Lithuania. And he was from the world of of of, of Poland of Chassidus. So Chaim Oizer tells uh, the Avtsofzer Rebbe. Avtsofzer Rebbe did not like talking. He would barely speak. I mean, he had a big hoif, he had a yeshiva, but he wouldn't speak a lot. He once said, they once asked him why. So he said, my father was a baker. His father was a baker. And he taught me one thing in life. And that is, if you keep the oven closed, the bread comes out much warmer and much better. <laughs> you open the oven, it releases a lot of the air, it releases the heat, it releases the warmth. That's what he said. That's what I learned from my father. You keep the oven closed. It's a ben I don't know if I should be the one saying it, but... Uh, <laughs> But the vart is a vart, that's certainly. So the uh, Bechiel May would not speak out. So Chaim meets him, and it was a simcha by him. So he says, Astrovtse Rebbe Zokta Vart. You know, say something. He doesn't like saying. You know, he made it with his face, he doesn't want to say. So he said, uh, Come on, you can't let me go without a vart. They say about you that you're a great man, a Gavri Rabbe. So he says, thank you, but Vosepes. He says, they say you're a gon, you're a Talmud Chochem, you're a Saratari, you're a genius, a Gavir Rabbe. How could you not say something? So the Bechil Mevastovtza says, that's not Pshat a Gavir Rabbe. Gavir Rabbe is not somebody who knows how to learn. He says, why do you say that? <laughs> he got a word from him. So I'll tell you why. The Gemara says in Makkah, Stavchav Beis, Omar Rava, 
The Babylonians are foolish. Why? They stand up in front of a Sefer Torah, but they don't stand up in front of a Talmud Chacham who learns the Sefer Torah. Why is it so foolish? He says, because look at the look at the Koyach of the Chachamim. The Pasik says in Parshas Ki that when somebody deserves lashes, you have to give him Kedayar Boyim B'Misper. You give him 40. The rabbis came and they said, it's not 40, it's 39. And they learned it out from the Pesukim that it's not 40 and 39. So you see their Koyach to interpret and give commentary to the Sefer Torah. So if you're respecting the Torah, you should certainly respect them. That's what the Gemara says in Marcus. As does Sof I don't understand. Why did Rav have to go running to Parshas Kiseitze? He has it in Parshas Emmer. Usfartim lechem imacharis ha-Shabbos. Tisperu chamishim yoyim. Count 50 days. Came the Rabbanan and said, it's not 50, it's 49. And also they learned it out from Lemudim, it's not 50. They did the same thing. They have a koyach to interpret the Sefer Torah. Why did he run to Kiseitze? Is the Charaya, he says... That the God, the Gemara says it's a Gavri Rabbah, that the Tamatochim is a Gavri Rabbah. The Charaya, that a Gavri Rabbah, a great man, is not somebody who knows how to say a Pshetl in Chumash, Pshetl in Taira. A Gavri Rabbah is somebody, Vos, and Nemtarop, a clap for Nayidin. A Jew is supposed to get 40 lashes, and he says instead of 40, he gives him 39. He takes off one clap, one spank, some pain of a Jew. That makes him a great person. Not his uh, brilliant, uh, encyclopedic, profound knowledge. And Nem Tarup ain't clap for Naidin. They say to Chaim Moise, said, Ah, das is Chsidis. Chaim Moise got very excited. He said, Ah, das is Chsidis. I said, It's Elkman. Ah? This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.